Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, coming to you with still a messy brain as I posted on this Monday and messy mind and messy space and just mess. Uh, But here, because that's what we do is we show up. And what it made me think about this week is um, just like my posting, you know, owning the stuff that's the mess. That's the, the, it's the mess and the fact that I can actually carry on multiple conversations in my head with myself at one time that make me me, that make us all unique, those little things about us that are different. And, and it made me think back to what I talked about last week. And, and you don't have to listen to the podcast in order or anything um, by any means. Um, but I do kind of play on things that we've talked about before. And last week, I'd listened to an interview by Guy Raz of Rashad um, Robinson, who is the president of The Color of Change. And he was talking about the difference between power and presence. And especially in social media, there's so many people who have lots of presence because, you know, they're influencers and everybody knows their name and you see their face and you know who they are. And that's great. But power is when you're actually able to impact change. You're able to set rules, right? You're able to set standards. That's real power. And then I had the pleasure of interviewing the amazing Holly Dowling, Dowling, who I've known for a few years. And we started talking about showing up and vulnerability and what that looks like. And, and then had a conversation this morning with some leaders about the power of a leader actually showing up with humility and being willing to say, you know what, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Or I'm struggling with this too. Or, you know, I don't have all the answers, but we're going to try to figure this out together. And and not so much in a way that people think, oh my God, if you don't know, what are we going to do? But in a way that says, I'm not perfect. I'm not the be all end all. I, there are many, many ideas. And so I want to talk a little bit about delving into that idea of power and presence and showing up and opportunity and vulnerability, but in a little bit different context, because I do agree, there is a very big difference between just presence, just people knowing who you are and knowing your name, like cheers, everybody knows your name and, and really having power. But if you add on to that, because words have meaning, there actually can be some amazing power depending on what kind of presence you have. And when I say that, I think about those people that we talk about where we say they just light up the room when they come in or they just take over the room when they enter. Um, those folks that just draw your attention, there's, they're like, like they say, moths to a flame, right? There's just something about them. There's a level of charisma about them. And, and I don't mean just the charismatic kind of crazy people. I mean, the charismatic people that when you get to know them, even when you talk to them, you think you're the only person in the room, those kind of people, those people who are so genuine and so clear in who they are and comfortable with who they are, that they just exude this level of comfort 
and confidence, not perfection, but confidence that just draws you to them. You just want more of that. I always think about this dear friend of mine um, who just retired. She's incredible. She and her husband both, their whole family is just incredible. And she just retired. And, and I remember when we were working together, um, people would always say, she's so quiet. She's so quiet. You know, she'd sit in rooms and with senior executives and with board members and she's so quiet. She's so quiet. But what was interesting is if you were in a room with her, if you were in a meeting with her, no matter the topic, right, um, there might be something that was pretty heated. There might be something that was pretty controversial. And she didn't say a lot. You know, she just didn't feel the need to always be engaged in every conversation. But when she did speak, you could hear pins drop. It was always on point. It was always profound. It was always a way to shift perspective or to broaden perspectives or open eyes. It was a way to call out the elephant in the room. And it was just masterful because her presence, there was, there was a mystery about her, number one, right? There was a mystery about her because she didn't talk all the time. So people didn't always know what was on her mind. And yet their experience with her was when she did say something, it was always on point. So she was always prepared. She knew what she was talking about. She wasn't just quiet because she didn't know. Because what is that old saying? It's better to be silent and thoughtful than to open your mouth and prove the point. Well, when she opened her mouth, she proved the exact opposite, that she was on it. And in mat as a matter of fact, if you wanted to, to mix it up, you better be prepared because she was going to be. There was power in her presence, right? There was power in her showing up. And, and I look at some of the other people that have really come out, Holly in particular, that I, that I got a chance to interview, who are so willing to be vulnerable about their stories and to tell their stories. And even she says, and she and I both have said this, that there's some stories that it's the first time you've even said them out loud. And, and not that you were necessarily embarrassed or afraid by them, but they were so deep that you, you had to process them yourself but also the, the magnitude of the story may have been too much for people, right? Or you felt like it may have been too much. And yet the leaders that have the biggest impact, right? That seem to be the most powerful for us, have those stories and are willing to tell those stories that say, you know what? Not only am I not perfect, but I know I'm not perfect. And I am willing to share my imperfection because through that story of imperfection, you see not only the challenge that I had, but you see the work that I did to get where I am today. And what people see is if they can do it, I can do it. And so that, that owning of our own mess, you know, I was, I was very honest when I post, posted Monday and said, man, I woke up with a messy mind, but instead of saying, oh my God, Lord, just get it together. Think about one thing at a time, right? Just one thing. I just decided to sit back and pause all that years of therapy, right? Sit back and pause and say, but the mess is what makes me me. The mess is what enables me to see and connect dots that other people usually don't even see, but most certainly can't connect to then give insight into what they're feeling. Now, part of that is because it's always easier for us to, to look, look at something and read something and understand something when it's not us, right? When it's not our own stuff. Um, so I don't claim to be some genius because I can do that. But what I am able to do is really listen actively and not only listen to what people say, but listen to what they don't say. And I'm able for some reason to recall 
conversations and points of conversations that enable that connection of points that gives people this opportunity to say, ah, now I get it. Like I had somebody say the other, it's like job therapy talking to you, right? It's like career therapy. Um, and I don't take that lightly. Um, and I'm, I'm by no means acting as a therapist. So I want to be very clear. I'm not, not a qualified therapist. I'm not trying to be a therapist. But that feeling of having, uh, of creating a safe space, a space where um, people know that I am not perfect. I have a zone of genius and I'm really, really good at what I do. But I also have my own coaches, right? And I have a therapist and I have a village that I rely upon because we all need those things and those people around us to help us deal with our mess. And it's the real deep, great leaders who one, understand and acknowledge their own mess, two, work on their mess, but three, are able to show up in a way that is vulnerable and authentic and talk about the mess without oppressing people with the mess, right? It's kind of like I say all the time, people don't need to know how the sausage is made. They just need to know they're having sausage for breakfast, right? The mess isn't necessarily the thing, but sometimes there's a story in the mess. There's a story in the triumph. There's a story in the challenge of just figuring it out, or even if you don't figure it out, the challenge in just having decided that right now that's a mess. That's just going to be a mess. And I can't unmess it at this moment. So I am just going to live with it and work through it and continue to move forward in a way and in a direction that I know is the right way and direction. And then knowing that I have enough trust in me, And that I am enough that I can deal with and manage and work through whatever that thing is when it's time. We hear the messages we need to hear when we are ready. Opportunities come to us when we are ready to pursue them, right? We, when we spend the time to really get open and surrender to the flow and just be ready to be in flow, those things begin to come to us. And I cannot talk about that enough. And we're going to, you're, you guys are going to start seeing some more, some things that have happened um, that I'll start start revealing some more of, even around the business and around some other things that have really been powerful in terms of just letting stuff go. Just let it go. And that's not easy for type A insecure overachievers, right? We got to be in control. We got to have plan A through Z because, you know, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. But the power of your presence is in recognizing the power in the mess. Because in cleaning up the mess, you never know what you're going to find under that pile of crap that you didn't even realize was missing. I'm thinking about that right now as I see in my peripheral vision, this pile of paper sitting on my desk that you guys can't see. There's something in there that I know I need and I have not seen it in days. That ability to get through the messiness to get to the good, right? Thinking about, because there's lots of lessons in the garden, thinking about, you know, peeling that onion or I've been watching a lot for some reason, a lot of TikTok videos on people roasting garlic and then they just squeeze, you know, the bulbs and it all just squishes out. There is beauty in that messiness, that getting your hands dirty, that digging deep into the work that needs to be done for you. Because when you do the work for you, you're able to show up and serve better and have that presence. 
part of that presence that draws people is that fire and that light and that confidence from if knowing nothing else, you know exactly who you are and whose you are. You know where you are, you know what you want, and you know what you need to do to get there. Or at least you're working on that. And so there's a peace that surrounds you in that confidence. There's a peace and a confidence and a and an assuredness that draws people because we all have those points in our lives that are just messy. And so we when we see that person that shows up that is not there, that is not in that mess, we want some of that, right? We want to get that. And so as you go into this week and you listen to this podcast, I absolutely agree that it's it's not just about presence and not just about that influencer and not just about, you know, who knows your name, but it's about what is the impact you can make. And the way to make that impact is to seize and own your own mess, to love your mess because your mess is you. Your mess has put you where you are now. Your mess is the foundation upon which you will catapult to the next thing. Your mess makes you approachable. Your mess makes you real. That's the part that people really need to see. And so as leaders, when we start thinking about difficult discussions we need to have, when we start thinking about some of the challenges that are going on in our business and all of this kind of COVID stuff that's happening and how we have to address people. I'm thinking about what's going on, you know, with Southwest, how they came out with stuff that nobody believes to be true. When leaders have to stand up and give messages that may not be popular, that ability to be strong but vulnerable, to be honest and humble, right, but confident, that is a superpower. That is what gives you that power and that presence to be able to impact and to make change. And we all have that within us. We all have that within us. We've unfortunately been trained and taught that it's just about attention, right? That, that you want to be known in the room. You want everybody to know who you are because it's about ego. It's about attention. If they know who I am, then that's the good thing. I've made it if everybody knows my name. But there's a reason that they say, you know, you serve in private. You don't let everybody know what you're doing. So there's a reason that people give anonymous gifts because it's not about them. It's about the impact that they're making. And true leaders, exceptional leaders, know it's not about their name on the thing, on the idea, on the solution. It's not about their name. It is about the power that they create through the engagement of everyone who is working around them and who is looking to them for guidance, who is looking to them for leadership, who is looking to them for the okay to just do, the okay to be imperfect, the okay to fail, the okay to just try to do better every day. There is so much more power in that person that just lights up a room when they come in, that just draws everyone to them that's the leader that I want all of you to be in your career, right? In your organization, if you're running a business in your business, it is owning your own mess because in owning that mess, you seize the power and you take it away from the stuff that's not real, right? You push yourself out of that nervous system response and into that area of ventral vagal where you're really thinking and you're in joy and you're ingenious. So going through this week, one, give yourself a pat on the back for recognizing the mess. Give yourself some grace in owning the mess. 
definitely work on the mess, but also reframe the mess into how do I turn my mess into my superpower? Because as a superpower, there's someone that can see the mess and see how I turned it into a superpower. And that may just be the story that that one person needs today. Go out and do something amazing for someone else. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in. If this has made sense to you, I really appreciate your downloading and sharing and passing it on to someone else. If there's something else you want me to talk about, please pass that on as well, because I'd love to start addressing some of those things, some of those things too, as we continue to go. Thank you for being a part of my village and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.